It's time for the March 4th, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A view, a skew of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Ah, and, of course, that's Mahler. Yeah. Up there. He seems especially there. frisky today. I, I think I noticed that he was even more talkative during the introduction than he normally is. Yeah, yeah. yeah he seems to really be fired well, you up. You know, I, I've heard a lot of dogs talk about Mahler. Oh. You know? No. Not behind his back. No. But they're just talking about Mahler. He's known as the dog's dog. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but what's that mean, Mahler? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I get it. All right. Today, we'll be talking about Royal Dutch Shell, Vulture Funds, The Drone of the Future, Super Predators 2, the KKK, Uber, Bill O'Reilly, and more. Oh, yeah. 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 But first, mm. neuroscientists at Duke, you know, Duke, their health university, yeah. they, got, they call it Duke Health, but that just sounds like something that John Wayne had <laughs> briefly. Anyway... Uh, neuroscientists at Duke have developed a brain-machine interface that allows primates to use only their thoughts to navigate a robotic wheelchair. The brain-machine interface gets signals from neurons in two regions of the monkey's brains. You know, like they have a bunch of monkeys doing this. I was trying oh, to right. parse the, you know, the plural in there, figuring out what, whether they got a bunch of monkeys at once doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. That'd be kind of fun. To see a bunch of yeah, monkeys. a bunch of monkeys yeah, that you can, stuff. you know, yeah. like they're controlling yeah. their wheelchairs exactly. sitting in it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. you can have races. You have monkey races. Monkey yeah. wheelchair races. Monkey and they're being, con- they're, they're controlling the wheelchairs only with their brains. Yeah. yeah. Murder ball for monkeys. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they, they got these uh, brain uh, interface uh, machines uh, that read movement and, and sensation uh, neurons. Uh-huh. As the animals think about moving toward their goal, whatever it may be. Fresh grapes is what they put there. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm thinking maybe like some yeah, maybe some hot female monkey. Yeah. It won't but be long before they do that. Put hot female monkeys yeah. into hot this? Hot female monkeys. Monkey, yeah. monkey. Anyway, computers translate their brain activity into real-time operation of the wheelchair. The brain machine may one day be used by people with disabilities who have lost muscle control and mobility due to quadriplegia or uh, amyotrophic yeah. lateral sclerosis. Yeah. Myotrophic. I believe yeah. they Lou Gehrig's disease is what we call. Them. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know why. Yeah, they quit. but can, well, are now I'm just saying. Will are I we, am I trophic? Are they that far away from telekinetic ability? Because I can't about? wait. Like I want. I like if I'm in a room full of people I mean, and I want. When you say telekinetic, I mean they're 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 doing kind of a, a brain implant. Yeah. With a machine, is that telekinetic yeah. well, in I just your want, mind? I, like you? if I want to maybe. Uh, cause the the room to burst into flames. Could will I be able? No, to do I can't, that? It's not superhuman powers. Oh, if you have a wheelchair that no, connects up to your yeah. 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 researchers, identified a common ancestral gene that enabled the evolution of an advanced life over a billion years ago. So you know we're we're uh, advanced because of this one gene that's found in all complex organisms, including plants and animals. It encodes for a large group of enzymes known as protein kinase that enable cells to grow and rapidly transfer information. So this one enzyme kind of kicks up. It's like caffeine, I guess. Like caffeine. You know, 
grow and rapidly transfer. If the duplications and mutations of this gene during evolution didn't happen, life would be completely different today, Mike. Wow. The most advanced life on our planet would probably still be Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Or, wow. Or bacterial slime. One of the two. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. It's a it's a jump ball as to which is yeah, more really. preferable. Yeah, yeah, Donald Trump. Or I'll take slime. the slime, slime actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. February was somewhere between one point one five and one point four degrees warmer. You think okay, than the long term average, and about point two degrees above January, good enough for the most above average month ever measured. Jesus, and it was it was crazy. February was. It really was. Everybody's, yeah. oh, it's 75, it's 80, it's 85. Is it? No, it's just not great. No. Not, not in February. We're supposed to get our rains. Yes, exactly. You know? We're going to get some, exactly. hopefully, this weekend. Yeah. NASA said that a meteor recently exploded over the Atlantic Ocean with a force of 13,000 tons of TNT, which is uh, equal to the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Who did what? The... Uh, a meteor exploded oh, meteor. over the Atlantic oh, Ocean, okay, gotcha. and it was like the A-bomb in Hiroshima. Yeah. It was that much explosion. So it was over the Atlantic. So Boom. It, Yeah, but we obviously knew it happened, but no yeah. one. It wasn't like close to shore or anything like that. Because I don't know why I'm even – I don't know why. This Apparently is the part not. of the show Apparently where I'm not. trying not to make a complete fool of myself. But if I'm NASA not had to tell us about yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know what was in yeah. the vicinity. there you go. And I don't know how far above the Atlantic gotcha. Ocean, too. It probably was – Considerably high, yeah. I would think, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of bombs, Mike, mm -hmm. it must be time for news from bomby countries. Oh. That's right, Mahler. Yeah. Your least favorite part of Weekly Signals. In Iraq, a double suicide bombing claimed by ISIL. In other words, they said, this is our suicide bombing. Killed at least 70 people in a Shiite section of the capital, Baghdad. The attackers blew themselves up inside a crowded telephone or cell phone market. You know, I guess I got a whole big cell phone market. They had a bunch of people hanging out looking at cell phones outside the capital Baghdad in the suburb of Abu Ghraib. Remember Abu yes, Ghraib? Yes, Remember I that do. place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a, you know, that's not a fond memory for no, me. No, no, no. Lots of torture and, and bad photographs. ISIL militants attacked Iraqi security forces there in Abu Ghraib, killing at least 17 and seizing a grain silo and a cemetery. I'm trying to figure out what are they doing. I guess they're trying to deface the cemetery and show what hot right. shots they right, are. But, right. you know, really, guys? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of dead bodies. You're, you're actually showing that you are perhaps stupider than the people. Well, I just the, this, this the, is all this yeah. is optics. This is all about optics? scaring the crap out of people. And, optics. Hey, and, and, I got a cemetery for you. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway, they were pushed back. These ISIL guys. Also in Iraq, U.S. officials are warning that the country's largest dam is facing an unprecedented risk of catastrophic failure. This is Those something we talked. We talked this about this huge. a long time yeah. ago. A long time ago. Yeah. If the dam collapses, it's the Mosul Dam. Hundreds of thousands of people could drown, and more than one million people would be displaced. Right. That's a bunch of people. You know, that's a, a million right. people displaced, hundreds of thousands drowned from a dam. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, the re I remember this story because supposedly Saddam Hussein built this dam with that possibility in mind. If, yeah. To, to, if he ever needed to quell an uprising. Yeah. And this— must be a, a heavily Sunni part of the country because he yeah. anyway so this was the part that they can pull literally pull a couple of 
levers. No, but they're, they're, but this is it's not even built right. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's the other part of it. So yeah. it's just, it, it's crazy. God. In Syria, a partial ceasefire brokered by the U.S. and Russia entered its, well, it must be like the fifth day right now, amid accusations of violations on both sides. Yeah. Airstrikes by either Syria or Russia warplanes hit a number of rebel-held villages in what the Syrian opposition called a violation of the truce. Wasn't that like a Al Green song? <laughs> I don't know. Is, meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Russia officials accused rebel groups of violations of the truce. No, no. However, overall, the ceasefire is seems to be calming the violence. So yeah, everybody's yelling at each other, right. but they're at least they're just yelling. Meanwhile, the UN reported right. that a 21 ton airdrop over Syria of vegetable oil, lentils, rice, and salt to help things out there was blown up when it hit landmines. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, you know, just to go back to, I, I, uh, I don't know if this is back. I think we're talking about uh, in, uh, in uh, Iraq. Uh, two employees of a U.S. military contractor pleaded guilty to criminal charges related to contracting projects in Iraq. Neil Casper. I heard about Any this. Any relation to you? You know, I'm not at liberty to discuss my attorney. It uh, specifically okay. asked me not to talk about this. And his wife. Tiffany White of Laguna Construction Company, which is not here in Laguna. It's in New Mexico. Mm. I checked that out. I thought maybe it was some, you know, like artist doing a side job of <laughs> military contracting. No. They were indicted for conspiring to defraud the U.S. government of more than $5 million. Casper, not Mike here, no, but no. this other guy, yeah. Neil, uh, faces up to 20 years in prison. That's a hefty one. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, we don't talk about him much in the yeah, family. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a real tool, let me be a honest. Tool? Yeah, he's a tool. Tool. You know, actually, my dad used to work at a rock quarry, a, rock. a cement manufacturer. That's fascinating, Mike. In New Mexico. Ooh. Really? Wow. Seriously. Life is so interconnected. It is, just right there. It's in Yemen, the U.S.-backed Saudi-led coalition fighting Houthi rebels. You got that? This coalition is fighting Houthi gotcha. rebels. They got the guns. They struck fighting. a yeah. bustling market northeast of the capital, Sana'a, mm -hmm. killing 40 people. That's what happened. The coalition yeah. went after, did they think About they were... 30 people were injured. Most of the casualties were civilians. The U.N. says about 6,000 people have been killed since the U.S.-backed coalition began bombing the rebels in March. Half of them are civilians, half of the 6,000. Yeah. Yeah. In Iran, the first election since the landmark nuclear deal gave victory to reformist allies of President Hassan Rouhani. Mm -hmm. Rouhani's allies also appear to have blocked a number of big-shot fundamentalist clerics from taking posts on an influential clerical council. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a good idea to oversell what a truly free, uh, free election would look like in Iran. This probably all these people would be vetted by some religious council. It's not like these are the Bernie Sanders of, of Iran. Yeah, yeah Bernie. Bernie. Go, Go Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. Feel the burn, Mahler. He is feeling the burn. Just, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. There, yeah. yeah. So he, but, at, at, but it is at least a measure of a, uh, of a democratic process. Yeah. Yeah. And they did, were able to affect yeah. actual the governance of their country. Knuckleheads. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, that's an encouraging uh, thing. And I, I don't, again, I don't want to overplay it, but it's a good thing. So In like, London. Nigerian communities from the Niger Delta brought a lawsuit against Royal Dutch Shell. What's with the Royal Dutch part of that name, anyway? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, of... I, Royal 
douche shell? Is oh, it, there we go. Oil okay. douche shell over repeated spills from Shell's oil pipelines. Now it makes sense. Yeah. The spills have devastated the local farming and fishing industries and contaminated the drinking water. The locals are trying to force Shell to pay cleanup costs. It's the second time in five years Shell has been sued in London over spills mucking up the Niger Delta. That thing has been, I remember in the 70s, uh, people were handing out flyers and telling me I should be mad about what, what Shell, Shell is, doing. is doing. And you're to, going, huh? Yeah, where? What? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it's this is 40, 45 years of this that yeah. is at least has been going on. So finally a measure of some justice, Royal right? Royal douche Shell. Yeah. In Japan, the former CEO and two other former executives of nuclear giant TEPCO oh, yeah. were indicted for negligence uh, about the disaster that happened at Fukushima at the power plant five years ago. So they were indicted. Okay. Boom! <laughs> so there are countries that do actually take actions against executives in multinational corporations yeah. we'll see that hold them responsible how this pans for out, some. Okay. Yeah. That's it looks good so idea. far. And we should think about that ourselves. I agree. In New York City, arguments have begun in a federal appeals case in which Haitian victims are seeking to hold the UN responsible for a cholera epidemic that killed more than 9,000 people. Yeah. This the, is an interesting case. The, yeah, the UN peacekeepers are accused of negligently bringing cholera to the island when they were there helping people after the 2010 Haitian earthquake. Yeah. I mean, that's what they were doing. Yeah, I know. I, I know. mean, they, they might have been a little bit sloppy in yeah, their help, yeah, this but that's what they were doing. Yeah, they were The United Nations is arguing it has immunity under a 1946 convention, and its lawyers did not attend the New York hearing. Yeah, I think it'd, it'd be hard to argue this case and say, yeah. Well, we don't want the UN to come in and help people in stress and in, in 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 the aftermath of a disaster. Well, and if if this would impact the UN coming into these situations, you got to say to yourself, what's the what's the upside and what's the downside to being a ruling going against the UN on this? Yep. So, and now let's migrate, shall we? Come here, Mama. Yeah, let's migrate. There he goes. There he goes. There, there he goes. goes. Come on, Molly. Come on. Well, he's, Migrate over here. He's, he's, there he goes. There he goes. All right. There he goes. You're right at the border, Molly. <laughs> Refugees fleeing Iraq, Syria, and other countries keep getting turned away at the borders as they try to reach Europe. On the Greek-Macedonian border, refugees stormed a border fence and pulled away barbed wire. That's tough. Yeah. As Macedonian police fired tear gas grenades into the crowd. That had been a wild scene. I've been to some parties like that. <laughs> But not with the consequences these people face, of course. No. Except that one. Except for that, that was, one. That was, yeah, anyway, so. more than 30,000 refugees are stranded in northern Greece because countries further along their migration route, or route if you're from the United States, uh -huh. uh, have more restricted passage. So, you know, they keep going, and they get, it gets tougher to go. Yeah. They're trying to get maybe to England, and it's just really tough. Anyway, residents of France's largest refugee camp stage a sit-in, refusing to leave after riot police and work crews closed in to demolish the uh, makeshift shelters. We've been talking about this. Yes, yes. There's about 3,000 people there. They want to move them into these uh, uh, shipping containers. Yes. There's not yeah. enough room in the shipping containers. The camp is kind of derogatorily called the, the jungle. jungle. It's near Calais. And there's even a court order ruling just last week that prohibits authorities from dismantling public spaces. Mm. And yet they're dismantling public, public space. space. Mm. Yeah, French authorities want the refugees to move to shipping containers, as I said. But uh, mm -hmm. France threatened Britain, though, along the way. 
that it won't allow British border police to operate in Calais if Britain leaves the European Union. We talked about Britain saying we're, uh, June, I think it was the 23rd, something like that. In the future, they're going to have a referendum other asking whether they want to be in the Union or not. Right. Now, France is pushing back saying, well, if you don't want to be in the Union, we're not going to allow your border police over into our country. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Meanwhile, the European Union proposed a plan to distribute more than $700 million dollars of humanitarian aid to refugees fleeing wars in North Africa and the Middle East. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, real quick on this uh, this refugee stuff, there uh, there have been reports. I've read a couple of different articles that are claiming. I don't know if this is true, um, but they're claiming that the Russians are currently involved in a bombing campaign designed to drive as many uh, people from Syria into Europe as their destination, usually. Yeah in order to continue to destabilize the European uh, governance. And so I, I don't, I'll, when I know yeah. more about this, I'll, talk, I'll come back with more information, but uh, an interesting idea. Yep. <laughs> in a historic ruling, ruling in Guatemala, two ex-military officers were found guilty of forcing 11 local Mayan women into sexual slavery during the U.S.-backed dirty wars of Ronald Rodden Hell Reagan. Yeah. Rod in hell being what I hope happens to him, of course. Yeah. Uh, a former lieutenant colonel and paramilitary officer was sentenced to a total of 360 years in prison. The trial comes after decades of organizing by these Mayan women. And that's exactly what they should do, is organize. Argentina reached an agreement to pay U.S. hedge funds that have tried for 14 years to profit off the country's debt. The hedge funds brought or bought up Argentina's debt for bargain prices after its financial crisis, then demanded full repayment. Former Argentine president, or Argentine president, I should say, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner had refused to pay the firms calling them vulture funds. But now with the new right-wing president, Mauricio Macri, Argentina has agreed to let the vulture feast and pay $4.65 billion to four hedge funds. That's about 75% of what they demanded from Argentina, several times more than what they actually paid to buy the debt. And these vulture funds are just crap. You know, they're, they're really taking peop, uh, advantage of, of poor folk who are desperate and, and they're loaning money to the only the richest people in the country who usually destroy whatever uh, economy that the poor or the less fortunate have devised for themselves. Right. Yes. Were we having problems with our feed, Mike? Um, our our um, media coordinator was uh, not hearing us. Really? And, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So, don't oh. know why. If, if uh, What were they hearing? Nothing. Nothing at all. And I'm seeing VU. This is on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. We're recording. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. That's crazy. We just got a call and then that happened. Yeah. Yeah, It distresses Mahler. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. And now it's time for secret stuff. Oh. Okay. In a victory for privacy advocates, a federal judge rejected an FBI request to force Apple to unlock a drug dealer's iPhone. 
that's besides the San Bernardino thing. The ruling right. came hours before Apple and the Obama administration faced off in a congressional hearing over Apple's refusal to help the FBI break into the iPhone of one of the San Bernardino massacre suspects in a separate case. Okay, and at that hearing, FBI Director James Comey acknowledged that forcing Apple to unlock the iPhone of the suspected San Bernardino shooter would set a precedent that could be used in other cases. They were claiming, oh no, we're just going to use it for this particular uh, case, but no, it could affect everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it it will, and uh, it, uh, it this I'm, I guess I'm I'm glad to see Apple step up on yeah. this one. Right. Meanwhile, most hackers are turning their attention away from smartphones and breaking into the Internet of Things. Yes, yeah. which was brought up by was that Michael Hayden, the, one of the CIA guys, who yeah, talked yeah. about not, how we are already being. They're, they're going after your iPad right yeah, there. Yeah, right. that's right. And and, and uh, your uh, air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. Well, that nest and your cars and your cars. Yeah. That's right. That's right. The United States and the European Union are about to reach a new privacy agreement intended to replace the old safe harbor agreement that came under intense scrutiny after the Snowden leaks revealed mm -hmm. that the NSA was gathering buttloads of private data. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah. The new agreement also has provisions that explain how and when the NSA can continue bulk data collection in Europe and how Europe can bend over and grab its knees <laughs> or ankles. The new Privacy Shield Act is also supposed to provide ways for the EU, the citizens there, to inquire about the way their personal data is handled by the U.S. intelligence agencies. I don't know. I don't like the sound of no, it. No. An ombuds person mm -hmm. will deal with complaints from the EU and will be attached to the Department of State as well as being independent from national security services. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see about that. I hope they don't have an iPad. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. By the way, I, I think I've asked you this question before. Uh-huh. Would you ever consider filing a FOIA request on behalf of yourself? Now, you're just interested in what people think of you. No, I, I'm just curious. Again, you would I be interested? Yeah, I don't want to file. I don't want to spend any time trying to figure out what they already know. I know what they know. Okay. Maybe if they knew something that I didn't know, if I have some sort of information that I don't know about myself. Have you tried to fly lately? Have I tried to fly? Not, you mean with not my arms? Literally, but uh, hopping in a big aluminum tube and 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 going to New York City. And, and this is because you think that I never fly. Oh yeah, I know you there, don't. There you I, I don't fly. That was a I, that was almost a trick question. I know yeah. you never fly, so yeah. never mind. I just yeah. was. I'd be curious. Okay. No, I mean you You've want me. To, you want me to ask you that no, question no, because no, I, I just, know you want a Freedom of Information Act. I, I'm saying you've been you, involved in a lot of political activity in your yeah. life, and this show is certainly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think the FBI is yeah, lying what, awake what at night wondering what we're saying. But at the same time, we, you have, okay. Yeah, unless they're going to blow me up or something, you know? I mean, they can know what I'm doing. Find you in a bathtub somewhere? Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, yes. I mean, if they want to get into <laughs> private parts, then, you know. No, I mean, that's, I'm talking about the. Well, either way, if, uh, if I end up with a toaster in, in there or. And, you, or, or and, a, you, and I know that you hate toast. Or a hot chimpanzee <laughs> in the background. In the bathtub. Either way. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just, it, it would be embarrassing. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 <laughs> FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for drones. Okay. Drones. <laughs>
drones. Oh, there, there we go. go. Mahler, you missed your cue. God, Mahler. Jeez. And he was God, so enthusiastic, right. you drones, know, when this thing drones. started. He yeah, really... it's, it's starting to sound like drones, but you need the D in there, Mahler. The D. Yeah. Get the D. <laughs> D. Oh, no, well, he's working on it. He's in Afghanistan, at least nine died in two U.S. drone strikes <laughs> in the eastern province of Nangahar. This comes after 25 people died in U.S. drone strikes in the same regions about a week ago. So, you know, we're starting to ramp it up with the drones. Yeah. France and Britain agreed to a $2 billion project to build a drone. They're getting together. And now with the EU, though, you got to wonder if that's going to well, be affected. I, I think that's a little bit above and beyond the EU. But yeah, yeah, because it has to do with killing corporations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're becoming closer friends with military benefits either way because of their conflicts in Syria and Libya. Yeah. President Francois Hollande and Prime Minister David Cameron announced plans for what they said was a new multi-use war profiteer drone of the future that would be ready for technical checks in 2020 and operational a decade later. Mm. So we're talking the drone of 2030 here. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that. A security researcher down uh, the street. Well, I have an idea. You'll be able to have sex with the drone of the 2030s. You'll be able to fly around and have sex at the same time. What does sex have to do with this? I just think that they're going to work on that. That's just my opinion. <laughs> just what I think might happen. <laughs> I this is gotten, embarrassing. I haven't gotten. A I lot think of I've sleep. never been so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. A security. You, you, wait a minute. In, in all the time we've been doing this, yeah, this cannot be the, the that point. What I know there have been a lot more <laughs> than this. A uh, security researcher demonstrated that at least one model of a U.S. government surveillance drone has serious security vulnerabilities that could allow it to be hacked from more than a mile away, taken over by a rogue operator, or knocked out of the sky with one sweet laptop's keystroke. So you oh, could just sit there with yeah. your laptop and go, boom, and the thing would just go. Right. You know, it would be yeah. years. Yeah. By exploiting a lack of encryption between the drone and its controller module known as a telemetry box, uh -huh. any hacker who's able to reverse engineer the drone's flight software, yeah. you got that? Yeah. You know the software, you just go, yeah. whoop, turn it on turn itself, it, yeah, yeah. can impersonate the controller, of the real controller, to send navigation to commands himself, yeah. the, you know, the hijacker, mm -hmm. meanwhile blocking all commands from the legitimate operator. This, these are U.S. government surveillance drones yeah, that they can the do kind, this with. This is the kind of stuff that if a senator gets taken out by a drone and they'll be go, well, it was reverse engineered. I mean, there's there are all kinds of crazy things that are going to happen with these things. Oh, my God. By the way, by the way, I was just working on a drone PSA this week. Really? Yeah. For I, here? At, at no, K for work. For, oh, yeah, drone. oh, I got you. Yeah. Were you writing the copy? I wrote the copy. I did the voiceover. Really? You did the voiceover? I did the voiceover. And I, this is going to be broadcast on you, NBC or something? Somewhere. It'll be, we're going to try and put it on the, the local networks. Anyway, How about right here? Well, is, it, could, is, it a, is it a video? Yeah, it's also a video. So your face is going to be on? No. Oh, uh, we had a camera guy go up, but he got in a plane and flew around. And, oh, so they have visuals. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the idea is you can't fly a drone within five miles from the airport, and you can't fly a drone more than 400 feet off the ground. And so we're just saying it's dangerous. Pilot has enough to think about rather than worrying about your dumb ass. Yeah. Over in that field over there with your stupid little drone. Yeah. yeah. Trying to take a picture of yourself from up on high. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look, here we are. It's a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> I hadn't thought about, uh, yeah, PSA 4 here. <laughs> That's right. 
That's exactly how we had it visually. <laughs> News from the clown car. That would be about uh, us here in the United States, I think, and, and our current political predicament. In the South Carolina Democratic primary, Hillary, Hillary, I'm a woman, Clinton, beat Bernie the Jew Sanders, winning 73.5% of the vote and picking up 39 additional delegates. Meanwhile, Democratic Representative Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii resigned as a vice chair of the Democratic National Committee in order to endorse Sanders for president. Gabbard thought DNC chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who co-chaired Hillary Clinton's 2008 presidential bid, was being a controlling dick. Yes. Yeah. Because I... she does all the things, with, you know, with the debates and yeah. everything else. She's right. not being fair. This is the Democratic right. National Committee. Right. She is orchestrating this thing for Clinton. That's exactly right. And she's going to she's been hinting at that for a while and been upset with the leadership within the Democratic Party. And Wasserman Schultz has been out there trying to engineer all these superdelegates. That's why Hillary has the, her lead right now. Yeah, absolutely. All of her lead, by the way. His has to do with the fact that she has the superdelegate. Even in Colorado, where, where Sanders trumped her, yeah. so to speak, yeah. she might get the majority of superdelegates yeah. because they pre-endorsed um, her. Right, yeah. right. By the way, Sanders won four states. Yeah, she won seven. Seven. Yeah. But, the, it, but there in was Massachusetts, one state in there, yeah. Massachusetts, it was a one or one and a half percent. I think it was less than a percent. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think it so, was like 49.6 to 49.4 or yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah, okay. Well, then, all right. So, and what I was saying, I know we'll probably talk a little more about presidential campaigns, but what I've been saying is if if Sanders can survive Super Tuesday, in, which in my opinion he did, Yeah. now we get on to the big states, Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, California, New York. These are where you're going to get a lot of delegates. And as you said last week, Sanders is ahead of Clinton in the national polling. Yeah. He's ahead of her. And so I think this thing isn't over. Everybody's telling you it is. It's not over. Robert Reich, who was Labor Secretary right. under President Bill Clinton, endorsed Sanders, saying Sanders is the agent of change the nation so desperately needs. This is someone who worked for Bill Clinton. Amen. Hillary Clinton again faced questioning about her 1996 comments that some black youth are what she called super predators. Yes. Yeah, Super Predator 2 here. Clinton was confronted by a young Somali-American woman who asked the former secretary, it was all very polite, about her Super Predator comments. A quiet back and forth ended with Hillary visibly frustrated. I don't know if you saw this. I did. But she just she just seems out of her element. I know. I, you know, she just seems like somebody who goes to all her own fundraisers and doesn't step outside the bubble. I agree with and you. And I'm not trying to not trying to be super critical of her. No. I'm just looking at her. If if she hired me to change her campaign, yeah. I'd give her some I'd say drink some whiskey for Christ's sakes, you know, yeah. get, don't stop, un, untighten your garter belt or something. I, I'm sorry about the, uh, yeah, no, the, I, the, uh, uh, the gender specific leg uh, application, there. but, <laughs> but she needs to relax yeah. and, and not be so self-conscious. I think this is, I think you're, you're identifying something that has always struck me about her. She seems wound a little bit too tight and, and you can see it in the way that she's, when well, she's internally. Not and you're supposed to be wound tight externally and and be excited about what you do. She doesn't seem excited about what right. she does. Right. She seems uh, apprehensive about everything. Yeah. Like it's always an attack on her. And right. it may be. Well, I, she. But okay. That's Some not that, what, who I want to run the country. She is so 
trying not to lose. And that's that's what it feels like yeah. to me right now. Yeah. She's trying so hard not to lose, given what she went through in 2008 and yeah. all the rest of it. I'm, I'm telling you what, there's a real quick thing about Hillary, and I don't know if this is relevant. It's maybe complete. This is speculation on my part. But if you've uh -oh. seen Bill Clinton of late, that man doesn't look healthy. That man doesn't look good. Oh, here good. you go again. Yeah. Speculating. And, and I'm telling you, I think there's something really wrong with him. So anyway, they're having this conversation. Clinton's getting frustrated, and then she says, to, to cap it off, well, yeah. why don't you go run for something yeah, then? Yeah, that's... And then she kind of laughs because she's surrounded by everyone. By her sycophants. By her sycophants, and, and, and the video's running. She just, I don't think she gets it. And, no. I mean, she might be president, but... I... Meanwhile, the Justice Department granted immunity to the former State Department staffer who set up Clinton's private email server. And you say, well, the emails don't mean anything. The Justice Department won't grant immunity to anyone unless there's a potential criminal activity involved with an FBI right. investigation. Right. So there must be some suspicion of guilt here. And this is going to run through the election. Uh, this is Brian Pagliano's immunity. At this point, uh, Clinton's campaign could uh, spell trouble. And the announcement in early May from the FBI could come about whether or not Clinton or her associates committed a crime. That's just what you want. Yeah, this is the other part of uh, Hillary being the nominee, is that this Clinton bashing that we that I lived through. Some of it was uh, was turned out to be true. Some of it, was, all most of it, was just nonsense and crap. Yeah. That we're this is we're going to hear this stuff over and over when we're trying to govern. When there are so many things that we need to take care of. And this campaign's going to come down to the emails and Benghazi. Yeah. And instead of global warming, trade policies, uh, you know, our our law enforcement, our justice system, the Supreme Court, this is what we're going to be faced with. And I, that's the thing that really bothers me about yeah. all of this. And judging by her reaction with this Somali woman, she doesn't know yeah. how, how to deflect this. Yeah. Uh, on Super Tuesday, an idiotic name for an election day, by the way, the two most shallow candidates of their parties, Clinton and Donald Trump, won in seven states. We already said this. Sanders won four. Uh, on the Republican side, Ted the Creep Cruz won three, while Marco the Robot Rubio scored his first victory. <laughs> that was in Minnesota. Yeah. Stupid Tuesday's results come as a New York <laughs> appeals court ruled a lawsuit against Donald Trump's defunct for-profit school, Trump University. Yeah. Yeah can go forward. It argues that Trump University misrepresented itself and defrauded thousands of students out of up to uh, $40 million. Yeah. That sounds about right. Former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan, David Duke, said it was treason not to vote for Donald Trump because Trump has meant a lot for the human rights of European Americans. Uh, I guess that means white people. I, don't I guess know. it does. At first, Trump refused to condemn Duke's endorsement, saying he didn't know anything about David Duke or the Ku Klux Klan. Until they found the that? video. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Did you, I mean, it was, it was so ridiculous. It's, did you see the, uh, the other week he was saying uh, you know, about how smart he was? He says, I have the best words. Did you see that one? Yes, I have did. the best words? <laughs> He just Jeez. everything. He, every time he says something, it's the best. It's don't even worry about it. Well, it's the, uh, he's yeah. the smartest. He's the brightest. He's the he's he's yeah. This guy. Anyway, uh, Trump I, said uh, he didn't. The reason he didn't know David Duke or didn't answer the question properly is that he's a bad earbud. Yeah, the earbud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who hasn't had gotten bad bud? You know what I'm saying? I know. I, mean, who, I know but, what you mean. Uh, but, oh, one quick thing about Trump. Meanwhile, one, in ten seconds, I'll tell you this. Articles are starting, going to start to come out. I've read a couple about his connection to organized crime in New York. But more than that, 
He has been working well, with European, Russian uh, money on some of his projects, and there's speculation that it's Putin money that he's Putin. been that he's been essentially yeah. laundering through his operations. So, at a Donald Trump rally in Georgia, a group of about 30 black students were ejected by secret Secret Service agent, by a Secret Service agent who said Trump asked them to be removed. The students were standing silently at the top of the bleachers. And the student, one of the students said, I think we got kicked out because we're a group of black people. Yeah. And, and it sure, sure sounded like it. It sure does. Yeah. Did you see the video? Yeah. I mean, th they that just was, marched them out of there. Yeah. Uh, the event took place at Valdosta State University, which was a white only campus until 1963. Wow. Mitt Romney described Trump as a con man, fake, and misogynist, you know, which is uh, really what he's doing there is hoping the Republican Party elite, which means the, the guys that are you know, running the show. Pick me! Can finance Rubio, Kasich, uh, Kasich, and Cruz until the convention. Trump won't get a majority. Right, he won't. And then they can put whoever they want in there. He'll have much. a plurality. He will yeah. not have a majority. Yeah. And the problem is he will run as a third party There's guy. a coalition at that point of yeah. the other three right. candidates. To gang up on him. and not. Yeah. It's, it's all about the first ballot. Yeah. All the delegates are only tied to a candidate for the first ballot. And then after that, it's a free fire zone. Um, he'll run as a third party guy and he'll get this is the problem I'm having with this. He'll easily get 32 to 35 percent of the vote. And that might be enough for him. The endorsement came two days. Oh, they always have to get the uh, endorsement in there. Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions oh, became a, the first sitting senator to endorse Trump. And maybe the most openly racist member yeah, of the exactly. United States Senate. The endorsement came two days after New Jersey Governor Chris Plus Size Christie backed Trump. And neurosurgeon Ben Pyramid Carson says he does not see a political path forward. He didn't but, win any but, primary but, yeah, or Yeah, but Ben, so. Car in his defense, Ben Carson said that he does like hummus. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. How He's about really you, Molly? You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Molly. Yeah. There you go. Hummus. Good yeah. boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. The garlic? <laughs> you like that? I like I the Mediterranean, uh, but, you know, everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court heard arguments on the most important abortion case in more than 20 years. Texas abortion providers are challenging provisions of a sweeping anti-choice law passed in 2013 that has already shuttered uh, half the state's 40 abortion clinics. So mm -hmm. they're down. With Justice Tony Scalia's death, the case faces a possible deadlock, 4 to 4, which would leave a lower court's decision upholding the restrictions in place. It would not set a national precedent, right. but Texas would be... Uh, it's, Not it's good. HB2 is the, the yeah. law, and it's, uh, it's brutal. Meanwhile, Justice Clarence Thomas showed signs of life. Yes. Speaking at a, as a justice for the first time in a decade, I'm not kidding you, Thomas asked a series of questions in apparent, apparent defense of a gun rights uh, case during a, the case on domestic violence and gun control. Yeah. The remarks came exactly 10 years and one week after Thomas's last question. Can you imagine? No, it's hard to imagine. Yeah. I, I don't really doubt Supreme anybody Court knows justice. this. Yeah, a Supreme Court justice who is, whose job is to determine the law of the land. Yeah, and he's not asking questions. He doesn't ask questions. And, it's, and it's, I think it's telling. I can do that. I, th I, th I think it's telling that he's only asked a question after Scalia died. Yeah. I, yeah. There's what there was something weird in something. I'm not saying anything yeah. salacious. I'm just saying that some weird relationship between Scalia and himself. The I White mean. House is vetting federal appellate appellate judge Jane Kelly as a potential nomination for the Supreme Court. Kelly yeah. was a longtime public defender in Iowa. This is important. 
before being appointed to the U.S. Supreme uh, U.S. Court of Appeals right. for the Eighth Circuit. If confirmed, Kelly would become the first public defender on the Supreme Court. Republicans have said they will not consider, of course, any Supreme Court nomination by Obama. But this is a political move here. Democrats believe Kelly's nomination could pressure Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, a Republican, to reconsider his position because Kelly, the uh, appellate, George, uh, appellate judge nominee, Supreme Court nominee, is a prominent Iowa jurist. And, and Grassley, Grassley is up for re-election. And Grassley said a bunch of nice things about her yeah, when yeah. she was uh, up before the... So it's all committee. about Iowa. Uh, once again, all about Iowa. Barack Obama signed a bill banning the importation of gold mined by African children, garments sewn by abused Indian women, and other goods produced by slaves, except for the year iPhone. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to, please, don't screw with that. In the latest on the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, newly released email show top aides of Michigan Governor Rick Snyder pleaded with him to change the city's water back to the Detroit system just months after it was switched to the corrosive Flint River. The switch made by an unelected emergency manager poisoned the city's water. Yeah. Meanwhile, newly obtained documents show that when the state of Michigan loaned Flint $7 million, that would be in 2015, in April, in order to ease the city's deficit so it could exit emergency management, this is kind of city stuff here, a condition of the loan prohibited the city from returning to the Detroit system. Which, system they, which they wanted to do. Without state approval, yeah. The condition was imposed despite the fact that uh, Governor Snyder's office was, by this time, well aware of the lead in the drinking water. So they kind of like... Somebody, yeah. please, God, somebody go to jail. Yeah. Seriously. I, I really yeah. hope that Snyder goes to jail. And in news from Oklahoma that could make you say he got what he deserved, the former CEO of Chesapeake Energy died only one day after he was indicted on charges of conspiring to fix bids for oil and gas leases. Aubrey McClendon died after his car crashed into an overpass wall at top speed and burst into flames. Paco Baldarama of the Oklahoma City Police Department says McClendon pretty much drove straight into the wall. Yeah. yeah. The former CEO made billions off of fracking. He was accused of violating antitrust laws by orchestrating a scheme between two oil and gas companies not to bid against each other for leases in Oklahoma. Thanks for the global warming, Aubrey. Yeah. By, by the yeah, way, now burning hell. Huh? By the way, earlier you, you talked about Paul Singer, the guy in the vulture fund from. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a big hitter in the Republican Party. He's, I, I forget. I think it's Rubio. Somebody like that. He's backing his his guardian angel. So yeah, and, and like, he's part of that oil and gas company yeah, deal. Yeah. Alabama banned cities and towns from raising their minimum wage. That legislation signed by Governor Robert Bentley blocks an ordinance passed by the city of Birmingham to raise the city's minimum wage to $10.10 an hour. Mm -hmm. Anima believes in the federal minimum wage of 7.25 or seven and a quarter an hour, just over $15,000 a year for a full-time worker. Mm -hmm. That ain't gonna cut it anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, three men in Virginia were charged with assaulting an Uber driver mm -hmm. and a beer bottle uh, with a with a beer bottle, not a beer bottle. It didn't insult them. It was with a beer bottle. Uh, when he asked them to stop drinking in his car, okay. you know, so they just beat him up with a beer bottle. And a new Uber driver in Michigan was charged with murdering six people during his shift. That was this guy that went on the shooting spree, I assume. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fox News host Bill O'Reilly oh, yeah. lost residential custody of custody of his two teenage children following a lengthy custody battle during which his 17-year-old daughter told a forensic examiner that she watched O'Reilly dragging her mother down a staircase by her, her neck. neck. Yeah. Yeah. Do it live. Okay. Uh, anything? I do. And this is the, this, the speed round, okay? Yeah. Uh, the Republicans held a debate in Detroit last in Flint, Michigan. Yeah, Only okay. one of one question about the situation in Flint, and Marco Rubio said it was... In Flint. And in they Fl were in Flint. They were in Flint, and yeah. there was one question about the situation in Flint, and Marco Rubio says it's a failure on the part of government. Up in, I mean, a, yeah. you know, some nonsensical... No, it was the problem of the uh, of the governor. Republican okay. governor. Okay, uh, a, a prominent Trump re, uh, supporter is uh, is being arrested on charges of nine felony uh, federal felony charges, conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States, assault on a federal officer. He's this about is, to be arrested. This is, this is Trump. This is Trump's. I wish it was Trump. It's a, one of his big supporters. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Japan. The uh, prime minister held halted. The construction of a military base in Okinawa, which is a big deal. They've been. Yeah. This is something yeah. that's been going on for a long time. Uh, you mentioned uh, global warming. Global warming. They're now importing. This is for the uh, dog sledding race across Alaska called the Iditarod. Yeah. They're actually using a train to to uh, bring snow to the track where they do this thing because yeah. there isn't any in Anchorage, Alaska, right now. And finally, but last but not least, Heather McCoy thinks I'm I'm okay. Sex with a drone by 2030? Sign me up. Thank you, Heather. Sex with a drone? How does that even work? It's science. That's how it works. Is that autonomous sex with a drone? I, listen, I, I, I will be there. I, I can't. I can't remember what's going to happen. All right. I don't know. What does that, what's that really mean? I don't know what it means. I don't either. But, you know, it sounds like, I don't know. Sex with a drone. Sex with a drone. Yeah, it's it's catchy. Yeah, you know, I mean, it could yeah, could I be could, a, I could, it's could a be a hit single. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Nobody knows what it is. Thank you, Heather. Sex with a drone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> May not be all that well thought and... through. Okay, I get it. All right. <laughs> and finally, yeah, a 23 year old Ukrainian man was arrested for pretending to be an 18 year old Pennsylvania high school senior. Mm. You got that? Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. He's an older guy. He's an older guy. And he's pretending he's a high school senior. I've always wanted to do Arter that. Yeah, really? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God, I wanted to get out of there as fast <laughs> as I could. Why would you want to go no, back? No, I'm Arthur Samarin pretended to be Asher Potts. <laughs> as Asher Potts, he had a 4.16 grade point well, average. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Was in the National Honor Society. Well, pardon me. The Naval Sea Cadet Program and received a special recognition award from State Representative Patty Kim. And he who, could buy beer for all of his friends. That's right, for yeah. all his friends. Yeah. Well, he was 18. So, so anyway, uh, the state representative tweeted, mm. Asher Potts, hashtag going places, <laughs> hashtag proud. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review Podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now. <laughs> <laughs>